Welcome to the Midwest Flyways podcast. This week, we have a very special guest, but before we get right into it, I have a special announcement to make. All these products that Joey and I have been talking about, that you guys have heard about, the rugged wool, the straight line field jackets. First light. Firstlight.com, November 20th through 27th, 20% off all the new waterfall stuff. It's the first sale that they're running on all that gear. And then they also have 50% or up to 50% on all the Western and Whitetail gear. So, Black Friday, in the name of capitalism, go out and get you a good deal. On uh, any time, November 20th through 27th, Carter, let's play some intro music. <laughs> like magic. Is the TV on right now? What did you do to it? I guess it looks like it is on. What did you do to on? the TV? I hit it. With what? Yeah. I like that. And it broke. Sure. I was like, I or something. That. I turned it back on. I'm going to show you what it looks like. I love that. I think when you pressed <laughs> on it the one time when we were here, it got like way worse, right? Yep. Remember when you were like pressing and it just kept spreading really bad? Yeah, I mean it was already fucked. Ew. Yeah. Ew. I don't know. Well, if it's already broken. You should hit it too, Cal. So you get a little spider over. It your seems side. like the Chromecast doesn't want to turn on. Well, it's probably because the TV's destroyed. <laughs> Could be. Cal, give it a little smacky smack. I'm good at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an experiment at this point. You know, it's kind of cool. For Gile. Like, it's it's insane, too, because how long did we have it up for before that happened? A month and a half. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, two months. Max. Yeah, do we you do can't this? have nice things ever. <laughs> well, I've had that TV since, like, 2012. Nam. Nam. Long time. Since Nam. Since Nam. I think that was my first TV after I moved out of my parents' house. Wow. Did you have that at Robbinsdale with us? Yeah. In it was room. a Robbinsdale TV. You were, like, 28 when you moved out, right? No. <laughs> The Robbinsdale TV. Oh yeah, this was until you moved out on the main downstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I remember yeah. when you, when Joey everyone moved was, out, everybody we, was pretty bummed when I we moved. didn't have a TV. It wasn't so. because I was leaving; it's because they didn't have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> me and Andy went out and bought a TV. You know what's actually nuts though, and help me out here. You might be a little young. You're for sure too young, Carter. Um, back in the day, TVs were so damn expensive. Oh yeah, it's insane. Oh. No, like yes, no, like bad, bad. So yeah. like a Black Friday deal was like five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, a Black Friday deal for this TV, and it's a smart TV, so it's way better than it's currently is. Is four to twenty or two hundred fifty bucks? Yeah, you can get TVs so cheap right now, bro. It's insane. When I was in college, the first TV I ever bought was a Panasonic thirty-two inch, thirty-two inch, seven twenty p, not even ten eighty. And I paid three hundred and twenty-eight dollars for it at Best Buy, so I could take it with me to college. Three hundred and thirty dollars. When I was at Walmart last week, they had a fifty-five-inch smart TV for two hundred and forty-eight dollars. That's not even Black Friday, dude. Do you uh-huh. remember when like the flat screens had the really big backs? Oh yeah, yeah. So my so my dad bought one of those like a seventy-two-inch so we could watch sports on it and shit when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I literally like I don't remember what I was doing, but I screwed around the basement and I broke it. I've never watched a grown man cry because it was like fifteen hundred bucks at the time, bro. He was so heartbroken. He's like, "What? I can't watch Sunday football on this." He was so mad, dude. When we when I went to college, we had 
that you guys remember those TVs that sat on the ground and the bottom was all speaker. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. above it, it was yeah. like a bit, just a square. Yeah. It wasn't even like a rectangle. It was just a square. Yeah. The square TV. We had one of those. That's what we had at college. I remember I got it, I think for like free, either Ricky, like 10 bucks or free. For Ricky's me days. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Ricky had a lot of me days actually. Cause when I first went to college, I lived at uh, this place called Evanston Heights. This is actually going to be really funny if anyone from Rochester is listening, but it's called the Dirty Ev. And it's not nice. It's just a shithole apartment complex right next to the, the school. Yeah. I thought Ricky always took me days and like funked out almost. Well, the second year of college, we moved in with our buddy uh, uh, Chase. And Chase, that's where Ricky did a lot of me days. Oh, that's yeah. the story. Uh, actually, it was pretty funny because um, Baki used to, he used to leave us notes on the fridge. So if Ricky had stayed there for like four or five days in a row, which that's totally normal, like Monday through Thursday, Ricky would stay there. Then we would go to class and Ricky would just take a me day (laughs) for like two or three days in a row sometimes. And that was just basically where Ricky would stay home and play Modern Warfare all day Mm. and not go to class. And so it would be like three or four days of like I'd get up, go to class, come home. Ricky's still there. And then Ricky would just stay. So Baki would start leaving us like these notes on the fridge that would be like, what is this, Hotel de Baki? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, Absolutely incredible. Anyway, anyway, sorry. This week with me, Joey Vasallo and our guest, Gavin Colas, as you've already heard, rudely interrupting most of the intro already. Gavin, thanks for coming. Anytime. Damn. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Just kidding. Fuck stick. You are our uh, profound gear guy. I hate all of you. Yeah. Severely opinionated. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And one of our best friends. Really? We're friends? Yeah, we're friends sometimes. Oh, sometimes. During mm-hmm. hunting season. Yeah, that's the only time you call. Right. Or since you got married. It's true. Yeah. Ran, ran into him at Sherman Williams the other day. Sherman? Sherwin. Sherman Williams. <laughs> Sherman Williams. <laughs> Ran into him over at the mm-hmm. old Sherman Williams. We got Sherman here. Sorry. Williams over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's like, oh, what, you're not going to stay and chat for a bit? I'm like, no, I'm going to go back to work. And he's like, man, you were so cool before wife and kids. I'm like, <laughs> I'm at work. Dude, you used to not hardly work as much as you do now, one. Yeah, now I have to two, provide for a family. Two, it used to be when Joey was a single man and I was a single man, I would hear from Joey daily. Hey man, you wanna you wanna grab beers? You wanna hmm. you wanna hang out? You wanna come over and play ping pong? And I would hang out with Joey at least once or twice a week. Hey, are the boys going to the bar on Friday night? Yeah, we're all going out. All right, I'm coming with. He'd show up to the farm and we'd go to the bar and like hang out. Since he started dating Roy again, even before they got married, I don't hear from him. I don't see him. He'll call me to chat. We don't go get beers anymore. Gavin is one of our favorite guests because he's extremely opinionated. He's our <sighs> profound gear guy. Yes. And he's one of our best friends. I love that word for him, the profound gear guy. Yeah. yeah. The amount a... of people that have commented about you being a gear guy is yeah. unreal. What do you mean? Like, they'll just bring it up. Oh, Gavin's a gear guy? Me too, because I think the same way as him with my gear and bubble. And they'll just go off on a tangent. I'm like, yeah. Good for those people. Yeah. I get in trouble often in my home for my obsession. Dude, you know... Uh, my living room currently looks like a fucking Cabela's catalog threw up in it. <laughs> That's good. Dude, what's, got, what's all in there? Uh, well, it's coyote season, so I got my coyote Ooh. gear. I got my thermal out. 
Um, it's deer season. Well, we'll just close. So I had my deer hunting gear out and then with waterfall in there too. So I had that. And then with me leaving for Montana on Friday, I had all my gear for that packed out. So like I had like five firearms, two like suitcases, every, everything I had is laying out. Yeah. How many times have you been there this year? Montana? Yeah. Just the one for four days. No, because you were there in the spring or summer. Oh, yeah. I, I went once in the spring and once in the summer, and then now I was back this fall, and then I'm back the next two weekends. That's so wild, dude. Yeah. You then I'm, you're probably going to move there, huh? Uh, if I could figure out how to make the money work, right. yeah, I would. But you that's like where you'd go. Oh, fuck yeah. If I, move, if I leave Minnesota, it'll be there for sure. I have no interest to move south, east and west. Like, coast sucks to me. Yeah. Been to both. I'm good. We're Carolinas going, are all right, but Montana. They're cool. Could. If the duck hunting was better, I would totally move to the Carolinas. See, the, the soft spot I have for the Carolinas is, like, the fishing's really good. Yeah. Uh, like, deer hunting's really good. The bear hunting's really good. Like, it's super cool area. they had small deer on the East Coast. They have small-sized deer, but you can get good racks. Ben's chasing, like, a 180 class right now in South Carolina on the super nice deer. Hmm. Um, but no, Where's if it I, at? It's on a plantation that you can't get to, don't worry. You got the Onyx? I could drop you a pin and you'd laugh when you saw this lady's inherited plantation from like 1795 her family bought it. Fuck. It's 5,000 acres on the, I think it's the Black River, mm. I want to say. It's on both sides. They have bridges that they've built <laughs> to yeah. get from one side to the other. It's insane. Um, yeah. No, if I moved, probably Idaho, Montana. Maybe Utah. I like Utah. Well, that's what I was going to say. We're uh, We're going to... Idaho in January, and I'm really stoked about that because I've always wanted to check it out, see if I ever want to move there. Are you still and going they, to Kansas with us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I am. Yeah, he re-messaged me about that, too. Just making sure. I need you to drive. So that's well, why? I don't have a vehicle. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I'm bumming a ride, man. Otherwise, I got a commandeer one from the farm. That's why you wanted me to go so bad. No, I wanted you to go because I knew you'd have a, bl- a blast. What are you guys going? Third weekend? Of January. Third weekend of January. Yeah. That's not the same. Idaho is going to be good though. I'm jealous. That that's that'd be a cool trip. Are you yeah, guys we're gonna going to hunt like the Snake River. Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. That'd be dope. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty stoked. I don't know where, just because I've heard I've like gotten so much information from so many people who have hunted. They're like, you need to go here. You need to go here. You need to go here. But it's all public. <laughs> Idaho is just but wild. there's like certain sections of the river that's just intense. Well, yeah, because there's like if you go north, there's like oh, what did Bennett tell me. Like really bad whitewater rat, like what, like white whitewater rat rapids. Yeah. yeah. So birds and, aren't going to sit. Yeah, up birds ain't going to be in there. But then if you go north of that, even then you get really good hunting. And then if you go way south, Idaho's just got cool landscape because like I've seen some of the field corn, like cornfield mallard hunts they do there. Yeah. Dude, insanity. Do you see Seth Simpson? And it's seven a day. Yeah. Do you see Seth Simpson's post the other day? You should look at his Instagram when we get off here. They Seth sh- Simpson. Seth Simpson. He's a big cow hunter out there and dog trainer. Okay. Um. They shot this like pond that looks no bigger than like from the fireplace to the wall and literally like mallards just dropping vertical and yeah. they killed like I think 28 or 21 greenheads out of it. But the video he posts just looked insane. That's sick. That's like a dream. I so badly want to just get on a really good like 10 foot across creek. Oh, he's got 48,500 followers. Oh, yeah. He's huge cow hunter and, like, a uh, dog trainer and stuff. Big water. account is private. Really? Yeah. Oh, probably because there's some questionable. I added. I added. Yeah, yeah. I'll find out. Mm-hmm. If I get accepted. <laughs> yeah, he was the guy. Did you ever <laughs> see that I video a couple years ago of, like, him, of this guy, like, carrying around a badger? That's him. No. He'll, like, catch a, he'll catch a badger in the night and, like, hold it by its back legs and shit because then they can't bite you. 
Yeah, I'm so good on that. Yeah. I would do it. It'd be it'd be fucking cool. No, I uh I think it was two years ago. Uh there was a documentary on Amazon Prime or something where it's called Beautiful Idaho. Dude. Wow. Right. Wow. Rolling hills of wheat in a certain area. It's like a desert waste wasteland in another. There's waterfalls everywhere. There's a lot of waterfalls. Rivers, streams, mm-hmm. mountains. Yeah. Like normal agriculture land like you would see here. Like it's it's got every different type of topography. It just looks incredible. If I could figure out a way, those those two would be my top for sure. Yeah, because like construction quarter, just doesn't pay out there like it pays here. Well, that's the thing is, uh, Coeur d'Alene is like Lake Minnetonka. Oh, it's I've yeah. heard it's like incredibly bougie, wealthy. I looked, Jamie and I looked the other day at a house on there. It was thirty three million <laughs> for a house on Coeur d'Alene Lake. Holy crap! Yeah, like it's. Yeah, that's insane. It's that's insane. that's the craziest part though about all those small towns. It's like in in a sense, like I understand why it's inflated so much, but it's crazy because there's people living there that literally just make like a normal of, amount of money. Yeah. Now there's I mean, sure, most most jobs are probably somewhat inflated, but I mean, like my brother lives in Steamboat Springs, mm-hmm. you know, and in Steamboat Springs, it's insane if you want to buy a house, you oh. know, even like a regular house in town is going to be close to a million bucks or more. And, you know, people out there are, are still making, you know, salaries anywhere from, you know, 40 to 150 grand. It just doesn't help when people like buy a second home there. Cause like where we, that's, like where we went riding, it, right? Yeah. We like, re- we Airbnb cause we snowmobile and steamboat. And well, north of there and rabbit ears and stuff, but we, we like Airbnb a house, and like we ended up meet, meeting the guy and talking to him, and he's like, yeah, this is like, he is from France, he owns a business over there, and then a couple here, he wouldn't really say what, but then he's got a house in Breck, he's got a house in Steamboat, and then he's got a house in France, and he's got an apartment in New York City, and he's like, yeah, like when I Airbnb either Steamboat or Breck, I just go to the other one. I was like, oh. He's like, yes, like this weekend you guys are in my steamboat house. I'm going to drive down to Breck and I'm going to go ski and I'm going to stay at my Breck house. But then like next weekend I've got people in my Breck house. I'm going to stay in my steamboat house. I'm like, real world, first world problems, man. must be really rough. And that's what it is. I mean, that's what makes it all so inflated. It's just people that vacation homes are moving. Well, it was COVID and people selling their homes in California. And it's just, they'd make so much money on their on their real estate there. And a lot of people started going to those places. So all the realtors are like, okay, this land is worth a lot of money. So then all the prices went up. Oh, it was, it was because of COVID long before that. Right. But yeah. it wasn't this insane. Oh, like you can't buy a home where my cousin lives in Colorado for under 1.5. Yeah. But I you like, can't buy a like, townhouse that is like Cal size for less than 700 K. Yeah. But like Breck and like steamboat have been wild for about 20 years. Like I had, right. a, I had a kid went to high school to move out there. Somebody paid him. They own. They have a, a third or a twenty thousand square foot house on the mountain in Breck. They only visit it two weekends a year. They paid him fifty grand a year to live there. Just watch the house. That's all we want you to do. You just live here, take care of it, make sure nobody breaks in. You have the guest house. Just keep an eye on things. He goes and they they said in his contract, you only can't be here Christmas weekend and like the week of the New Year's, like that time frame. That's the only time we're here. That's it. We come here to ski and spend our weekend here, and that's it. It's sick. It, to have that kind of it's money is job. insanity. I've worked on a guy's home who uh, owned the Cleveland Indians and started shopping malls in the 70s. So this guy had so much money. And he had two caretakers on the property. In Minneapolis area? 
uh, Marine on St. Croix. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like way north, like it, unbelievable property is probably like 65 acres on the lake. Insane. And uh, he had a guest house that looked like a barn. And this is where the caretakers stayed. And they get paid a ridiculous amount of money, both of them, father and son. And they just hang out. Mm-hmm. They just hang out there all the time. And they get paid a ridiculous amount of money. So cool. Like, how did you luck into this? He goes, I don't know. The sickest but part I ain't fucking it up. If you, could, <laughs> if you could, like, do that and then have a work from home job. Right. That's what, so like, dope. the job that you called me when I was doing that insulation. The job we're doing there, the guy that runs that property we were, we were like working on, he gets paid there. But then he works as a caretaker literally across the street at the other property. So he gets free housing and a salary from them. His wife has a stay-at-home job, like a, like a work-from-home job. So they don't pay for housing, and he drives 0. .4 miles to work every day. He's like, I got two jobs within a mile of each other. He goes, that's like, he goes, we do just fine. I was like, I bet. I bet you do. Yeah. You got no bills, bro. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's so sick. But. All right, so let's get into some gear. And before we do, this podcast <sighs> is brought to you by RW Coolidge. And we also have a new addition to the podcast studio from our buddy Kevin at RW Coolidge. His name uh, is Carter the Coot. This is Car- Carter the Coot. <laughs> Carter the Coot. And, it's um, unbelievable resemblance. Yeah, they look the same. And uh, <laughs> you can tell they're both crabby just by looking at them, you know? Hmm. Yeah. I don't want to go to Canada. I don't want to. So, holy crap, it's Carter. So, Carter Carter the Coot has made a fresh edition, and RW Coolidge has a ton of insane stuff for you on their website, rwcoolidge.com. They have duck straps that are duck straps you buy once, and you can get them engraved. They have these shell bags that Joey's holding, which I absolutely love. You know, the, uh, like, boss was, like, the first person to, like, redo that. Mm Mm-hmm. And their strings were always, like, too thick, and right. there wasn't enough stuff, so couldn't you couldn't actually, actually cinch them. So, like, you just had an open bag mm-hmm. all the time. These right. actually cinch. It is very Thank nice. God. It is very nice that they do actually cinch. Uh, but anyway, tons of cool stuff on their website, so go check it out, rwcoolers.com. Well, you, um, you think I'm just slinging product without knowing about it, bud? No, I just wanted to hold it. Come on! Don't be, don't be <laughs> yelling at me. Watch your tone when you look at me like that. What do you think? Nice, like deep, it. cinchable bag. I like a good deep bag. A little oiled canvas mm-hmm. for your ways. Mm. Yeah, thank it's you guys. Appreciate it. Very cute. It's not actually for you, but... Um, taking it home <laughs> with me. Unbelievable. So, Gavin, that said, now that we're into the gear phase, <laughs> let's just let's just do it. Me. Tell us the new stuff that you have been trying out this year that you like so far. Meet more gear phase. Gear um, phase. Actually, you boys are going to be disappointed. I have not bought anything this year. I haven't done anything. Are you going to buy the new Matthews bow? Looks really cool. Carter, Carter <laughs> got me. It looks Carter really cool. Carter got me on the spot. It's a 29 and a half inch axle to axle. So yes, I really want it so bad. Um, I actually oh, just man. built, I just built it on the way here. Yeah. I figured. Damn you, Carter. I figured. Damn you. I was going to slide out of here without wow. having to talk about that. Fuck. Uh, yeah, I really want the lift bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. The Damn. lift, is that the name of it? Yeah. They have it in bottom land too. I don't want. I want it in the green. I like the OD green they came out with. That's what I have my V3 in. Um, problem is, I shoot my V3 like super well, so I kind of want to leave it. So yeah. I'm kind of making the justification in my head that I need an out west bow, and I need a tree stand bow. So the tree stand bow can stay my V3. 
my out west bow can be the there you go. lift. Why? Uh, different sights. I don't like oh. my five pin on an out west hunt. I like. It. I want to try a single pin. You don't want to just change it. No, because changing a pin or the sight and all that's a hassle. And so here's. So this is actually a real question. So with a five pin, it takes up more of your view, mm-hmm. right? In a single pin, you can just adjust it to the point. You adjust to your yard. Why would you ever have a five pin? I have a five pin for in the stand because like my yardages. So like I have, tw- I have twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, and then uh, yeah, I have my That's sixty. Four. On there too. I have a sixty on well, there too. Well, but like, I never use sixty. But like, why don't you just like if you're Do in a, a tree stand? Yeah, you just kind of know because like on a rut deer, they kind of come in quick. So you don't have time to plan. You don't have time to click. No, like the last year I shot with my bow, I had like from seeing the deer to coming to full drawn shooting, I bet seven, eight seconds. I literally was sitting there. I was like, oh, shit. Thump. Like I know. So here's a, here's a question for you. How much harder on a scale, like what percentage harder would it be to shoot a deer with a recurve? Oh, it's hard. I've done it. It's not easy. You shot a deer with a recurve? I shot a doe with a recurve when I was 16. We have a really That's nice dope. one. It's, it's super sick. cool. But That's like, so, cool. so I shoot a lot. Like, I bet I shoot five or six days a week. Right now? Oh, yeah. I shoot inside even in the winter. I shoot How many a lot. arrows? Or like I usually time. like 20 to 40. I don't shoot a ton, but I like 20 to 40. Get Does that take reps. about like 20 minutes. an hour? Oh. 20, 30 minutes. I have a bunch of arrows. Like, I just fling are them. You like, are you sighting your shit in? Like, is your normal yardage like 40 yards? What do you mean sighting my shit in? Yeah, like when you're practicing. like My, what? my shit is dialed, yeah. No, like are how you, far are you shooting? Oh, like I've got a range of like 40 I've yards. Got, no, I've got 20, 30, 40, 50, like 60. Like the main, the main thing you're practicing, 40 yards, 30 yards. All of them. I have a full 3D range in my backyard. So I have all the way up to 90 yards in my backyard. Okay. But I shoot, like, I'll do, like, depends on what I'm working on. It's like I'll shoot. 30, 40, 50, if I want to work on, like, hitting my spots. And if I want to, like, get a tight group or focus on, like, how long I'm holding or control, I'll shoot at 20. So it just depends what I'm after. What's Um, your opinion on the crossbows being allowed for everybody? I don't really have one. I mean, I've shot the Raven, and uh, one of a good family friend shoots one, and I've shot it. Super ethical. I mean, I dig it. I don't really have an opinion. I mean, I'm not going to go shoot one. Just personal preference. I really like using my bow, but I'm not going to shit on a guy. If you want to do it, go ahead, I guess. Carter wanted to. Really? Or his dad wanted to, I guess. I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but he just... You got bad shoulders? No, he shoots oh. a regular bow. He just oh. is a little annoyed that anybody can now go out during archery season and just use a crossbow. I mean, it definitely does take away from it a little bit. because, yeah, like, that's what he was I, really... I, I personally can tell you I have shot the, ra- the Raven 125 yards, and I can drop dimes yeah, it's at 120 it's like, like shooting a rifle yeah exactly it is but like the same argument could be made then to like guys shooting ar pistols in a shotgun zone yeah like it i don't have any i don't have a dog in the fight there either i mean i'm all about stacking the odds in your favor it's hard enough to kill one a, my a, like thought. a good mature mature whitetail it's hard enough to kill no matter what you're running i don't i don't got an opinion fucking run it yeah whatever gives you a little bit of an advantage yeah like it's no That's different than guys using like the electric sights the sites that range yeah, for you. Yeah, because I guess in my head, right, like is the question more so just like the people that are going to come out there during archery to use a crossbow, are you just basically saying that they don't deserve the chance to shoot those deer first? I All I was thinking is they wouldn't have went out during archery season with a regular bow, a lot of them. They wouldn't have put the it, effort it, in. It definitely does inflate public land hunting with yeah. a bow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You'll get, you'll get 10, 15 guys that like, 
either wouldn't go out or didn't want to go out because they don't want to practice. And it also, my big thing is, though, is make sure you're... Eth- the one thing that I like about it, I feel like guys are more ethical with it. Because, like, with a bow, I know a lot of guys that I've personally shot with that are like, oh, yeah, I'm good to 50-60. And then you shoot with them at 50-60, and I'm like, good with what? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't trust you hitting a deer at 60 yards unless conditions were perfect. And, like, by no means... I would say there are very few conditions I'm going to shoot 60 yards out of a tree stand. Out west, I'd probably feel a bit more comfortable. But like 50, I got a couple lanes at my one stand that I'm shooting 50 all day and I feel comfortable at 50. But I have buddies that'll tell you they're com- they're comfortable at 50 that I've had to go track deer with. That I'm like, fuck, again? Yep. So then if he goes and gets a crossbow and he snipes one at 50, then I'm not so worried. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about how many more people are now going to hunt it definitely the will inflate. Season. It'll yeah. definitely inflate. But I mean... More people in the in the sport. I'm all about it. I'm I'm like, I do you think yeah, it'll bring more people deer hunting? Yeah, I think so. But why wouldn't I they just so use too. a shotgun? It's cheaper because they can go now in they early season longer than when the weeks. weather's a little bit nicer. And there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, I, I mean guess. the other side of it too is like anybody that goes out there with a crossbow that has success shooting a whitetail and becomes a true whitetail hunter. They're just going to elevate themselves to wanting to shoot a regular bow. And the, well, I didn't, I wouldn't go uh, through I was going to say, I won't agree with that. What I think is the percentage of guys that are like diehard bow hunters are going to stay diehard bow hunters. Yes. Guys that are rifle or shotgun guys are not going to go buy a crossbow and go out early. They're going to stick. No, I think this, I think think the select group of guys that are going to crossbow hunt are one of two people. The small percentage of guys that are like, shit, I can shoot a crossbow. I can shoot 120 yards. I'm going to go try and get one. Small percentage. I think the greater percentage are guys that are like the guy that I know. He's hurt. He physically can't pull a bow yeah. back, and he goes, "Fuck, I miss bow hunting. All right, now I can go." So it gives him like, like because they do a bow hunting but trip. They, really. could, they already could have yeah. gone though. Yes, but he doesn't have a doctor's note. So like, you have to have a doctor's note and like reasons to have one in your forties. He doesn't have any of that. He just can't. Yeah, there's a lot of guys it. that just have shoulder injuries. Uh, yeah, yeah. I so guess he just for him, he just like now he's like I'm gonna go to Ripley with the guys and go back on those trips. I guess I thought there'd just be more rifle and shotgun hunters getting a crossbow so they can get their target buck earlier. That Maybe they've younger been watching guys from since August. Maybe younger guys, but you gotta think though. Like at least in Minnesota where I hunt, you've got about a two week window before like your summer pattern turns to nocturnal pattern to where most of September's fucked anyway. Yeah. Unless you can get lucky and catch them at last light, which where I hunt, I don't ever get that lucky. I've had one opportunity in last light. Otherwise I've got about a two week window and then I've got like the week before shotgun and then like late. That's it. Like I've never been the one to have success between like mid September and mid October. I just, they're always nocturnal. If you want to whack a doe, yeah. but I don't ever get like a target buck on camera then personally. Some guys, they'll get lucky. I mean, I had a buddy shoot like a 180 class in Illinois on like October 2nd, which is like out of nowhere just came wandering by. There's a shitload of people that killed really big deer on uh, the 9th through the 14th of October. I should show you the deer my dad shot. Like a lot. Your dad shot a nice deer? That one that was on our camera that I showed you? Yeah. Yeah, he shot shot that that? Yeah. No shit. I've seen a lot of deer. What was that? It scored a 160. Nice. That's sick. I say I'm chasing like a one one forty one thirty class eight pointer right now really hard. I really want it. Mm, yeah. So that's the other reason I want the lift. I want a little bit extra speed because I've missed him with my V three and the V three is just a hair slower. I don't think it's really going to gain me much, but I was still butthurt. Damn, you were building it on the way here. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, I was building it on the way here. <laughs> it just dropped. Well, yeah, yesterday? dropped this morning. Yeah, dropped oh, this morning. This morning or yesterday. 
Yeah, no, I was literally building like my options, my full like decked out site. What did it come night. out to? I'm not going to say on this podcast. A lot. Just in case she listens. A lot. Just in case. Well, obviously, she you're listens. not going to. That was with all the bells and whistle. I'll fuck him on camera. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> you you weren't. Is, I'm not. No. Well, oh. that right there, you weren't because yeah, he was works. yeah showing somebody else. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and show somebody else, Carter, and then Gavin. What? Yep. What? What was it? Twenty two hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. Now. You have oh, to show me your. Ah, oh, fuck. Whatever. Leave it. In. I don't really care. It was like twenty two hundred bucks out the door by the time I was done fucking her. Yeah. But like That's, my site was like four hundred bucks. Aren't most bows like fourteen hundred bucks? The Rob bows eleven hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. Rob bow. Now you got. Three hundred dollars into a quiver, three yeah. four hundred dollars into a site, yeah, all that other shit. Holy shit! Yeah, those accessories really stack up. That oh, is arrows. insane. Arrow, my arrows are expensive. This is why you what, shoot forty a- bucks a piece. No, not that bad. Uh, what is it? Say, what is it? A twelve pack? Because I fl- I'm going to try fletching my own. So I think I bought them for eighty dollars for twelve. Is it cheaper if you shoot a recurve? Uh, How much is a nice recurve? I don't know. I was. Oh, gifted you one. can. It's like a guitar. You I could was, spend mm-hmm. shitty, or you could spend like. Four grand. It's like anything. It's like my thermal. You could yeah. buy one for 800 bucks, you could spend what I spend. Yeah. It's just like uh, a $500 guitar would be, still could be a nice guitar. Yeah. So, like, where's right. the line, you know? But hey, speaking of buying what? <laughs> the hand signals. <laughs> yeah. For what? Shut up. For what? Yeah. Oh my God. For, for my what? thermal? You're intense. Yeah. You don't know what I spent? Everyone knows what I spent on my hey, thermal. Si- They're. So- Fifteen? Yeah. No, it was six. Six grand. What do you think yeah. this means? Oh, I ten. Sorry, I thought you. Sorry, or does sorry, it mean zero? Sorry, sorry. I want a fifteen thousand dollars thermal. Ira makes one that I want. They're spent, nice. Yeah, they are. You spent six k on your thermal. Yeah, and I'm about to sell it and buy a nine thousand dollars one too. Is it a Pulsar? Ah. The one you yeah, have? the Pulsar, the XL. I want the Maddie's XL brother has the that same one. He is the XP. I think so. Yeah, I have the XP. The XP is dope, but I want the XL really yep. bad. It's to so shoot coyotes. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> It's really nice. So hold on, back to your thing about like technology. So think of that. No, no, like when you said about like the bow, like some oh. guys getting into it. It's like think of that. I used to hunt with like hand calls and a day scope at a full moon. Now I run a thermal and a seven hundred dollar call. Like you, I'm all about technology advantage, yeah. man. I'm the worst guy to ask for that. Stack the odds in my favor. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, I was <laughs> like, before all that, I was going to ask you if you sold that 28 gauge. No, I got it. I ordered, I just ordered ammo for it for Kansas. Okay. Yeah. I actually like it. I used it for pheasants the other day. I'm a fan. What'd you get? I bought a, the, what did, a TriStar. Is it a TriStar? TriStar. You bought a TriStar? Yeah, I bought the tri- Well, on Wade's I will never, I will never forget <laughs> the time that we were at Darren's house. Right. <laughs> right. We were at Darren's house, and uh, he he's like, oh, you want to see what a TriStar looks like? Uh, I'll show you a TriStar. And he yeah. goes into his house and comes out with a TriStar split all apart, all all fucked up. And it's he's like, wild here's to me. what a TriStar looks like. So, I like, like I brought okay. that out hunting one day with Connor, and Connor, like, wouldn't sit by me. He purposely went and sat 20 yards <laughs> away, and I was like, Dude, Connor. It, it, that seeing that gun that. messed yeah. us up. Yeah, but like, what's wild to me, then you talk to like guys down south. Like, I, I After talking to Wade, I reached out to a buddy from Texas who I'm like, hey, man, like, how many guys run 28-gauge dummy? He goes, oh, dude, everybody. I go, so if I'm, not a, if I'm not trying to be like bougie and I'm cheap, he goes, TriStar all day. He goes, I know like 30 guys that run them, no problems. He goes, just make sure they're clean. I'm like, okay. He goes, make <laughs> sure you shoot good ammo. But, I mean, the same argument can be made. I love that. Like but hold on. Let's make the same <laughs> argument for Jamie's nose. That was a Benelli. Benelli literally blew up in her hands and broke her face. 
When was this? Yeah, what? three years ago. You didn't oh, know I that? never heard this that's story. Why, yeah. You've never heard her talk about her nose job? Yeah, that's why she got a nose job was she literally pulled her Benelli up, bam, and the whole action came back and literally oh. exploded and shattered her face. Holy oh shit. She broke her Gosh. nose, her palate, and both cheekbones. No shit. Oh, yeah. you should. I'll send you guys photos. Her whole face nope. was shattered. I'm good. Yeah, she doesn't have photos of the gun. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see her face. Mm, okay. No, I'm good. This but yeah, full, freaks me out. Yeah, like any gun can blow up. Wow. When yeah, I guided pheasants, I watched Weatherbees, Benelli's, all sorts of shit blow up. I almost blew up my Winchester the other day at the meadow with Joey. That was my own dumbass fault, though. What'd you do? You don't remember? When no. we shot those geese, I reached in my sweatshirt pocket, and oh, I threw yeah, a shell, backwards. and I racked it forward, and I put a 20-gauge shell in my 12. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. And yeah. then I put a 12-gauge in, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to shoot. And then I went to unload it to walk across the creek, and I was like, whoo, that would have gotten western. <laughs> Wow. And now, like, and I... That's crazy. Anyone that knows me and hunts with me a lot knows I'm religious about, like, I only carry the shells I'm shooting into the field. I never have, like, 12 right. and 20 or 20 and 28 or whatever Freaks mix. Too. Freaks me out since I was a kid because I just not... It's something I've always been nervous of because, like, the bigger thing is generally when you have one detonate, you don't hurt yourself. You hurt the people around you. Yep. Yeah. And, like, that has always freaked me out super bad. So, like... This one time, I put a sweatshirt on that I'd been wearing the day before when I was shooting my 20, and I had 20 shells in the sweatshirt pocket, which is my own dumbass fault. And, like, dude, now, like, every time I'm, like, no shells in my apparel, like, I'm emptying my bag when I get home. Yeah. Ah. No doubt. No, I like the 28. I definitely will be getting the SB3, though. I want the 3-inch option. Oh, it's only 2 and 3 quarters. Yeah, it's only 2 and 3 quarters. Yeah, you can't do that. I, I hit stuff plenty hard. Um, the yeah, only but thing, you want the option to I want the shoot option. whatever you want. Yeah. That because like the other day, the only thing I will say, like buying three inch shells was hard. Yeah, boss was out all season until like a week ago, so like two and three quarter I can get a lot easier. Which I mean, again, I haven't noticed any difference, but I've only shot it three days. Yeah, so I'm gonna shoot it for pheasants here in a couple weeks. See how that goes. You know, and that brings me into a really good segment here. Um, this podcast is brought to you by My Grip. Um, <laughs> buy My Grip so you don't blow up your ammo. Yeah, don't blow up your ammo. Um, don't blow up your gun. But the ammo is going to blow up, but just in the right fashion. They don't have 28 gauge, but they do have 12 gauge and 20 gauge. Shit slaps. Go check them out. Go find the retailer online. Hell yeah. And Gavin, get off your phone. Thank you. Sorry, boys. Um, <laughs> no, I did, the putting the wrong ammo in, I've never seen it, but I've accidentally put it in there before. And I'm like, because oh. I've heard so many stories of it just going oh. straight sideways. Mm-hmm. Heard it happening in a pit. Like Have some, you seen some, a gun blow up? Oh yeah, what? You did too. No. When uh, Shane, that got wasn't his a gun, gun blowing up. That was a guy. That was a dude shooting the gun. Fuck, it wasn't. The thing was in pieces all over the I'm field. I'm just saying it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but it was somebody shooting it. Yeah, I think someone Cal, shot I think Cal's the barrel. Nobody's gun blew up. I've seen a trumpet. Like, Have you? Yeah. I've Fuck. seen a full failure. I've I've not over. seen that. <clears throat> I've never seen it damage other people. And you like, always forget too. I wasn't there. Yeah, I guess. I went home after Saturday. Yeah. I've no, seen it's, two it's I've bad. seen two banana peels and two full explosions. That's nothing it happens a lot, I feel like. Why? I don't know. All Gen- that I, I, honestly, where we guided, I think it was the fact that guys just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, it's usually person failure. It's either mud gets stuck at the end of your gun, snow. Snow is a big one. That's the one that people don't realize. Just that little bit of compaction, then it kind of melts a little bit. Your thing will stop, go out the barrel, like the sides mm. of the barrel. It's freaking scary. 
And like one time I was hunting with my dad and he pointed it out to me because we were crawling for like a coyote or something. And I was shooting a, a slug out of the 20 gauge. And so I'm like crawling, crawling, crawling. And then we're sitting there waiting for him to like get in the right position. So we're there for like 15 minutes laying down in the snow. Yeah. And uh, he goes, okay, you ready? I'm like, yeah, I think I'm ready. And he saw it out of the corner of his eye. Like there was, my barrel was packed with snow. And he's like, stop, stop. And then he like took the gun apart and you should have seen him jamming a stick down, trying to like get the snow out of there, dude. Like hmm. it was stuck. And I didn't like stick it in the snow, like at all. Hmm. Well, you're so probably I, right. It just collects in there and then it melts and kind of hardens like an ice right. shell almost. Hmm. I never thought of that. And so now I'm I'm religious about checking the barrel of my gun. Yeah, actually, I like, I've heard Joey many times on snowy hunts be like, hey, there's snow in your barrel or, yeah, like, I'm always I've never even thought about yeah. it. I just rip it. Never thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've I've ripped it a couple times, like, with mud in it because I couldn't get it out, so I, I didn't know, so I just shot. Wild. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> to I'm going to yeah. yell at Rob next time. I, I shot it to clear it. you better. Uh no, I was I was young and young. dumb. Oh, young and dumb. He definitely taught me right. Oh, okay. I had okay. to f- I have to figure out things for myself. We're aware. I am dumb. Yeah. I ain't so. That's why never mind, I'm not gonna make that joke. Yeah, other than the twenty eight gauge, no new gear and the bow, but I haven't bought that yet, so it doesn't count. Soon. Soon. You didn't buy any lucky ducks this year? Nope. Okay. Even though mine are still fucked. <laughs> no decoys? Nope. No decoys. I re-rigged all my divers. I have everything I really need, to be honest. I thought about this yet on uh, Monday because we were talking about, like, the boat and if it was going to get used this year and if we're going to go to Nebraska and all this other shit. And, like, I'm kind of out of shit to buy other than my own trailer <laughs> since Riley and I share one. And, like, DSDs, if I decide to buy those. But, like, I can upgrade my thermal. I don't need to. I, I want to upgrade my boat, but I don't need to. You're blessed. But I literally don't. I don't Blessed need and fortunate. No, I just have sold my soul to the fucking the gear. Okay, go ahead. The gear the gods. Gear. <laughs> the gear sold gods. your soul to the gear gods. Sold my soul to the gear gods. I'm the guy. Um, oh, I take that back. There is one thing I plan to purchase here soon. I want more panel blinds because I was fucking annoyed on past weekend. Yeah, I think we're going to buy some stabilizers for those bad boys. Slick. Okay, hot take. And you don't thankfully, like them? no, 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 not that. Thankfully, Tangle Free or Rig'em Right aren't like part of the podcast. I want to buy the Tangle Free stabilizer, but the Rig'em Right blind. Yeah, I want to see if it'll fit. No, the Rig'em Right with that little brace I got across the front, it's nice. See, I it gotta, doesn't cave in on you a little bit. See, I haven't I want, out of that yet. I haven't nice. hunted out of them, but I've sat in one. Fucking nice. I want the rig because the Rig'em, Rig'em Right has bigger windows to look out of. Yeah, and they, they got are bigger straps. So I want to get. I have two panel blinds now with the tops. I just want to buy two Rig'em Right ones and do the Rig'em Rights in the front and the panels on the back with the tops. You want the tops? I want the tops on the backs, but I want the bigger windows out the front so, like, when you're actually in it, you can fucking see. Yeah. Because, like, looking out when birds are coming low, like, the Rig'em Right ones with how mine are brushed, I can't see very well out of them. Or the tangle freeze. I can't see very well out. So So you just go like this through the window? Yeah, I did that a little bit, but, like, even then, like, I just... I got that thick marsh shit stuck in there. It's tough. But they've been grassed for three years. I was going to say, you got to clean it out. No, I don't do that. Leave it. Well, I mean, every once in a while you got to. No. Especially with your situation, what you are just saying, that's the time to clean it out. When you're like, oh, this isn't working anymore, I better but, change it. But I literally, we, we, we <laughs> cut down four corn stalks and whacked a two-man limit of mallards two days in a row all weekend. Like, why would I fuck with them? Oh, is that the one you didn't invite me on? I couldn't invite you on it. Bastard. You I never told me it. how that went. I didn't invite anyone. Uh... Yeah, well, 
Sorry, this I've, is the I've farm brought... that only Riley and I can hunt. It's my uncle's rule. It's not mine. Sorry. Only you and Riley can hunt it. Yeah. Absolutely. He won't. Trip. So you know what's funny? There are six other people that I share permission on my farm with, technically. None of them are allowed to hunt that. I used to have to hunt it solo, and occasionally he'd let me sneak out with one or two guys. Cal is the only guy besides Riley to ever hunt it, and I got in trouble for it. I hunted it? Yeah. You remember the spot we used the blankets, you, me, and Riley, three years ago? Yep. That's the field. He has a stern rule. He goes, you can go. I was like, oh, can I bring a guy? He goes, Riley. <laughs> Riley helps around the farm enough where he'll let him, but otherwise, nope, no shot. That was, the, I think that was the hunt where uh, uh, Riley shot the hen to finish the limit. Mm, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was perfect. 11 greenheads. Fucking Susie Q. The, the next time I'm around him, introduce me, okay? Just be my like, uncle? hey, this is my uncle. Oh, God. And then I'll, then I'll be one of the three. I'll be one of three. No, he's we just, I will get that he's permission. He's weird about the house. Is four, the big and thing. Then, oh, yeah, I'll get permission. Don't you worry. Good luck. He's just, weird introduce, about those just introduce me. Okay. That's all I'm asking. He loves a good fast talker. So he's like, I want to know your uncle, dude. Please yeah, let me please. know him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, but no, we did well. We shot two man limited mallards uh, Saturday, and then I went out Sunday and shot my one man, and then I brought out my little brother quick and shot another one man out of a different field. Cool. So, Nice. One. Couple geese too. What's your favorite hunt of the year so far? Um, the meadow. The meadow. The meadow with either my brother, or the meadow with me, Tommy, and Jamie. Because the meadow with me, Tommy, and Jamie was better than any meadow hunt I've had in years. Hmm. We were really? decoying. Oh, we were decoying flocks of like sixty mallards from the heavens, and they were just raining in in pure sunset, like pure sunshine, bluebird day. You'd be sitting there and you'd look and see like a little bit of wing, and then you'd go whack. And they'd go, and they would just drop it. It was dirty. That's mm. sick. It was it was great. I'm, I'm yeah, but also excited. I got to hunt the meadow six times this year. Yeah, six hunts out of the meadow this year. That's crazy. She's been good. How many birds was it? Uh total a hundred and forty eight <laughs> birds out of the meadow in six hunts. A hundred and a hundred and eight out of them in two in four. <laughs> Mostly mallards. Um. Uh. Yeah. We shot a couple. We shot. We shot, we shot that redhead too. And the redhead. Yeah. The redheads. <laughs> two redheads. We did. Two redheads. Yeah. Because yeah, the one came drakes. back. Yeah. yeah. Two immature. Drakes. Shot some widgeon. Yeah. Couple one widgeon. Two. Was it two? Two hen widgeon. Yeah. Two hen widgeon. Remember two hen widgeon. Oh, the widgeon aren't as memorable for me. Four. The four pintails was me me memorable for me. Because pintails yeah. are the only memorable. Minnesota pintails I've ever shot were out of that. Were out of that spot. So weird. I shot five total. I only remember the hens because we had a big, oh, let's count the hens, and we were at, like, four. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we we could shoot, like, 12 or something. <clears throat> or yeah. 16, so. I get I freaked out. I know. I get freaked out about the hens, dude. The People lose track. Like that. We People lose track. banging on them. Yeah, People you lose know. track early. Also, something about the meadow. Hen beating spot, man. Oh, yeah. Beating the bitches in that Susie spot every Q, time. Susie queuing out. Yeah, not only that, but like the meadow is one of those hunts where you just feel like it could be really good, and so you you get like once a few good flocks come through, you're like, oh shit, yeah. Oh, and the worst part is it's always now. it's it's like the the first time joining a hunt together. The first flock we shot into with we had ten guys that morning. We shoot into we shoot into this flock of mallards. It's probably like fifty mallards. We rain out like thirteen, nine hens. <laughs> Literally, we start grabbing, so and Joey and I come in, and we're like. 
fuck. We, we are count. like, we're 11 hens away, and it is 37 seconds into shooting light. And the next flock we cut into, thank God, we cut all drakes out of like nine birds, all drakes. We're like, okay, all right, we're doing better. We're yeah, okay. Yeah. But literally then like third flock, two minutes into shooting light, we cut it again, six hens. I'm like, guys, it's not even five minutes into shooting light. We are almost at our hen limit. Like we need to be more thankfully that day though then like the sun got up real quick and then we started working birds and we could see but we were at our head limit yeah it was bad. We, we shot our head limit. does he does your uncle always do a different like different crop yeah we rotate every year okay so it's not it's never completely engulfed in corn no next okay. year it'll be beans on the on the east side Opposite and side. corn on the back okay what are you doing playing Susie q oh <clears throat> had to do it i mean it got stuck in his head and now he just <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. That's all I needed. All right. You feel um, better? <clears throat> I feel so much better. Okay. Yeah, considering last year it didn't flood, so getting six hunts out of it this year was good. Yeah. Some good work. Yeah, shit, I That's think really I cool. hunted it three, four times. I hunted it three times. You hunted it four. Yeah, four, times? four times? Four times. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> the only problem is the only problem is now I'm gone the next two weekends, so the uh, the best duck hunting is going to be next weekend. Yeah, yeah, the last weekend. Yeah, the last, last weekend's weekend. gonna be best, and I'm. Yeah, I, well, made, I made the decision. I'm gonna be gone. Sixty degrees. What? The it's last gonna weekend? be sixty degrees. This Not on Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah Thanksgiving think, is cold. Yeah, Thanksgiving's nineteen degrees for a high on Thursday. <sighs> yeah, next such a next banger. Monday is gonna be really good. And I was I was gonna talk to you. So my brother's coming home, Isaac. Oh, we're gonna go hunting with him. If you're down, yep. Thanksgiving morning, say less. Yeah. Ice yeah, eater. literally, literally like, say less. Ice eater. Thanks. I would. Yeah. 19 degrees. On no, Monday? Monday's not going to be no, cold. No, on Thursday. Thursday's going to be cold. Thursday, Friday, going to be cold. Thanksgiving day. Yeah. Ice eater? <sighs> yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm yeah, we'll little, do whatever we need to. I'm a little butthurt. I made the decision today I... that I'm going to Montana for both weekends. Or until for I kill a deer. Thanksgiving weekend? Until I kill a deer. I got to kill a deer. I can't not kill a you gotta deer. You got to kill a deer this weekend then. But in it. Montana. Yeah, I have to kill a deer in Montana. Okay. Then. I only have a day and a half this weekend, though, so we're doing a, we're doing a turn and burner. Holy shit. Going by yourself? Yeah. Yep. I have buddies out there, but I don't know if I'm going to hunt with them or not yet. I haven't decided. I have an open yeah. spot in the in the room, but I don't know if I want to do it. You um, have an open spot in the room? Yeah, they, they do a hotel in, I won't say where, but they do a hotel there, and then they go out north a little bit, but I want to go kind of south. So I haven't decided if I'm going to stay with them or not. Nice. You using uh, using our uh, our discount code for Onyx when you go out there, MWF20? Or no, what? we already talked about it. I paid full price every year, and you guys... Yeah. <laughs> Because they sponsor this podcast, so you using that discount code MWF twenty. I what? will next time I have to pay for Damn, it, bro. Good job. Okay. Yeah. Did you love know? love my Onyx. Love I think my Onyx. actually, I I want to point this out. I think that's the first time, Joey, that you got that discount code right. Yeah. Since I've been, <laughs> it, it's been five months, and that's the first time. There, it's MF or MWF with a bunch of numbers, and they're all within five of each other. Yeah. Leave him alone. MWF 20, 20% off your Onyx membership. Nice Damn. job, dude. Thanks, Big fan. Man. Big fan. Really Fuck helped yeah. me last time I was out there. Hell yeah. But no, I'm going to try and kill on Saturday morning. I got, if he didn't get killed and he's still in the same area, I know where one is that I, I want to kill. Yeah. So do I you do you have like a built up Onyx like Oh, dude, my, out there? my Onyx out there is stupid. Really? Well, because every time we go, like I require a day in eastern Montana to like just go walk the coolies and find deer. It's like when we went for Memorial weekend, like on the way out, I made a stop and like 
spend six hours in the morning like hiking and scouting. So like I don't go there without stopping in eastern Montana and scouting some new area that I haven't been. Yeah. Aren't they roaming a lot or are they stay in the general vicinity like the entire year? Because I no, feel like they would roam. They roam a little bit, but you'll still find them. Hmm. If you, you the big thing is you if you can pattern a deer to an area, I can know I know where to start. Do you have to do offline maps or do you have No, service? everywhere I've uh, a few of the spots I've got have been offline, but most part Verizon I've got service everywhere I've ever been. Yeah. It was wild where we went last time I was like nine miles deep and I've got on X and full cell service. And I was like laying there texting and stuff. That was the craziest part about Canada. Actually, not the craziest, but one crazy thing. I literally had no cell service the whole time. I mean, it didn't matter where we went. And like, we even came through some towns that were kind of bigger and my cell service was still pretty crappy. Verizon was pretty good. Was it? Mine was. Yeah. I say my Verizon up there was good where we went. Yeah. T-Mobile, I'd either have everything or nothing. Yeah. I had AT&T, so I had nothing the whole time. Yeah. So it was cool. But no, I yeah I made the decision this morning. I have to kill one. Mm. I'm requiring myself to kill. So one. you're yeah you're gonna have to do it this weekend. I don't know, man. It's gonna be tough. Two yeah, a I day think, and a half is a tough ask. I think uh, I will. Then why even go? Because I have a deer tag in my pocket, and I'm you're determined to kill it this one this weekend. Then Nick and I uh, were talking. We're we're both so sick of scheduling jobs Thanksgiving week. It's a nightmare. Well, everyone's coming to that house that you're working Same on. Same with the week before, between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. And so, like, you might as well just plan punch list shit. And I was like, that is so perfect because I'm duck hunting every day of the last week. I have to. You know, it's been so bad. I've been some good hunts, but, like. Oh, I've had like a very blessed. good season. Yeah, you have, Mr. Meadow. Even without the Meadow. Like, both weekend, both days, last two days have been good hunting. Um. The two times I went up before that with Riley, we did good. I mean, I've, I, haven't ha- I haven't had a bad hunt. Hmm. Uh, I've had one bad hunt. I take that back. I had one bad one with Riley. That was but it. anyway, so I'm going to hunt hard next week. It's, yeah. it's going to get me I in have, trouble. I've got you're gonna jobs. Be, you're going to be uh, greedy? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'm going to kill everything that flies. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, West is loaded. I know it is. It is loaded. On our friends' properties? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Yep. That's what I was just telling my dad. Yep. I told him to talk to him, and I haven't heard back. So. Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. That's a, that's a <laughs> so yes. Are you going out there? Yes. When? Whenever I'm told there's birds there. Matt Matt brought his kids out, and he said mallard tornadoes and then uh, teal tornadoes in the field as well. Green wing teals. Greenies. Mm-hmm. So wild. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Should we film? Aye. Yeah, we could. Aye. <laughs> Yay! Oh what did he say? What did he say? Hi, puppy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go pretty hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm jealous. Don't you stop talking about it. Right. Well, just so let I me know have to work. You're... I have to work hard two days and then I have to bail back out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let I... me know when you're out there. So Come. when you're doing like a day and a half in Montana. What if you shoot a deer, and then is that going to be like a real bitch for you if it's like is day, what it is half day day two or whatever, and you're what like you I need to get you saying you're going to hunt for a day and a half? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna drive I'm gonna leave on noon on Friday. Yep, drive out there. I'll get out there about nine thirty. I'll at night. Mm-hmm. It's nine and a half hours. Yeah, where I'm going. Okay. Yeah, nine and a half hours. So I'll then get up in the morning, go in hunt all day Saturday. I won't come out till dark unless I shoot one come out at dark or go back to wherever I'm staying or if I'm going to stay out there in my tent. Really? I haven't decided that. And then I'll hunt till probably 1 o'clock on Sunday and then I'll drive home. 
So what's your cutoff point on Sunday for shooting a deer? Whenever. I don't care. If I got to drive through the night, I'll drive through the night. Okay. If I find one at 1 o'clock, I will put a move on him until I That's what I was saying. Him. Oh, yeah, I don't care. I'll drive through the night. I've done it before. That's fine. It's nine hours. Fuck it. Just going to be energy drink, boy. Yeah. No. I haven't been on any caffeine lately. Probably just adrenaline. Really? If you should no caffeine. Beer. What? How do you feel? Fine. I, just I not, don't get weird like on good. it. Not like good. Not like good. I don't feel good or bad. I don't. I feel. Like oh, you just feel normal. Yeah. I feel like I don't. I feel like my skin doesn't itch. <laughs> like fucking six hundred milligrams of caffeine every day. Like six hundred. Start to wonder. Yeah, every day. <sighs> Two <sighs> monsters a day. Oh my day. god. They're three hundred a piece. Yeah. Oof. Which yeah. monster? Purple. I was like, oh shit, dude. No, I don't. I've been drinking way more caffeine. <laughs> I, I look at the caffeine content in every can I drink. Every, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big, like, six to 700 milligrams a day guy. I try to stay under, like, two or 300 milligrams a day. <sighs> that shit don't happen. A full throttle is 200. Yeah. So I don't drink those, though. I'm, on I the hunting weekends, I do, but, like, during the week, I either drink re- sugar free Red Bull or Blue Monster. Put it this way when, like, I knew I needed to stop. I drank three 48-ounce Red Bulls in, like, eight hours. Yeah. And I didn't feel any more awake. And I was like, yeah, that shit's got to stop. Full throttle's go. got way too many calories for me to drink Monday through Friday. <laughs> like, 220 calories a can. Oh. That shit is bad. What are you talking about? Yeah. That shit's great. No, for you, totally fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's supposed to mean. It means that you're a skinny guy who's got I'm a hard up, time I'm putting on a lot of weight. I'm up weight right now, quite a bit. You, you don't get tell. the TikTok comments. Cal does. Yeah. What's exactly. the TikTok comment? Bro, I get comments about me being like thick as cold peanut butter and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh yeah, bro. It's it's incredible. Bro, you I thick, work, you thick, you thick, boy. I worked, I worked hard to be this thick, bro. <laughs> Not really though. Cold peanut butter. Well, I mean, in I'm terms use, of I'm oh, losing that. a bunch of weight. Yeah. Oh, I think you meant like getting that thick. No, no. The concrete. Like, were, you were you trying? No, no, no. I I wasn't trying at all when I got to like three hundred five. Right. Yeah. It was very natural. I'm pushing two. Very natural three hundred five. <laughs> very natural. I'm pushing two bills right now, and I'm like pumped. I'm like happy. Yeah. Exactly. That's the di- that's the difference of lifestyle for sure. One hundred percent. Um. No. I. D- but back to your thing. I don't have a cutoff. I I will hunt as long as I need to on Sunday. If I'm not seeing anything, I'll bail. If I've got deer in my scope or I'm seeing deer, I'll put a move on something. Damn. That's cool, man. I'm pumped for you. Yeah. I think you'll shoot one this weekend. Are you, uh, do you put in hearing protection when you're shooting a rifle at a deer and mule deer and all that? You do? So you don't have it in, then you're about to shoot and you put it on? I just wear a pair of like standard earplugs on my neck. No sound gear? No, I don't wear my sound gears out there. Well, you know, you could use our discount and save yourself some money. I already have sound gears. Thanks, though. No, yeah. But I'm just saying you could. Yeah. This is what I'm saying is crazy is that he has them. <laughs> Doesn't use them. They're annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not about it. They're annoying out there. He oh, in the he west. already has them. The wind. Wearing them in the wind annoys me, one and two. I can only wear them for like two, three hours tops and my ears ache. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. Not Especially not like when we were out in Montana before, you're out there for like, by the time we left the truck and by the time we got back, I was out there 17 hours. I'm not wearing those for 17 hours straight. No shot. Well, yeah, no. So, no, I would, no, and I don't, really nice. I don't trust them bouncing around my neck because I don't pay attention. Like, if I lose a dollar ninety nine earplug, like, I don't care. I do appreciate your authentic opinion. This is probably the worst sound gear ad we've ever done, just so. I love them. I'm going to say this right now, disclaimer, I love them for water flooding. I wear them often for that. 
even if I forget to charge them, which is common, Calyx give me shit, I'll still put them in, and I love them for that because I can. I've learned to call with them now, and like can hear with them really well. I really like them. Like for waterfall, perfect. He told me today, <laughs> he didn't know they turn off. Yeah, I didn't know how to turn them off. He's like, how come they die so fast? No, like, no. I said I just always come home and put them right on the charger because I don't ever. But they're always dead, so. Oh, they're dead sometimes. Hard if they're always on the charger for it to always be dead. This was after right. I said, I haven't charged mine in six months. And he said, oh, they turn off? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know they turned off. Yeah, he literally didn't know. $1,200 fucking earplugs. Not as much of a gear guy as we thought. <laughs> Not for hearing protection? God, no. I like to. I like that my ears are going because then I can't hear the old lady bitch at me. It's fucking great. <laughs> Who our age says old lady? <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're over an hour. Let's wrap. All right, sweet. You want to wrap it in an yeah. hour? All right. Yeah, because he needed to go to the grocery yep. store anyway. I did. He's barely going to make it. Need some milk? Okay. No, I need butcher paper for my deer I shot. Need some oil? <laughs> I just told you what I needed. You When did you shoot a deer? Sunday night. Was it a nice one or just a... Doe. Doe? Doe that came by and blew at me twice, and I said, well, bitch, the game <laughs> is up. I let her pass three times during shotgun season and once with my bow, and then she came by, stood 10 yards in front of my open window of my box, and I went... Stomp, stomp. Stomp, stomp. I was like, well, fuck this up. Yeah, that's just her alerting to all the other deer there that you're there. Mm -hmm. So, bitch got shot in the face. I just watched a video on that on TikTok. Where it's and this dude is like, oh, shit. Like, he's narrating the video. He's like, oh, God. She fucking saw me. Don't you blow at me, you bitch. <laughs> Don't you blow at me. She goes, <sighs> he goes, oh, tick. He just instantly draws back on this doe, shoots it, and he's like, fuck that bitch. And I'm just like, what is happening? Dude, when they I, do that, they ruin everything in the woods. Everything bails out. Carter's dad would understand if we had yeah. it on. Literally, there's a rule. But he I was will so not, angry, oh yeah. dude. Oh, if, I have my, if I'm bow hunting, I will not shoot a doe until late, late in the year. Like, if it's early, I'll never do it. If you blow at me, all bets are off. I'll stick you and your fawn. I don't care. <laughs> Thanks for having me, boys. I really appreciate you. No, thanks for coming on, bud. Always. We love you. Appreciate you, buddy. Love you, man. Love you more. A little bit of a mang, but we love you. It's okay. It's okay. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. Hey, uh, one more thing. 